派派派派派，拜拜拜拜 ，Go home. Nobody loves you. That's our podcast. That's Lena. That's Mark. And we're here to tell you all about all the weird goings on in the Rust Belt. This is our midweek episode, so we try to be a little bit more lighthearted and free flowing. We're with trying it. to make the rest, the, like the last half of your week, good. Exactly. Enjoyable, but you know, not awful. So the theme for our show. For this episode, is knitting for the sassy single mother.、Uh, we're going to discuss all of the most modern and gorgeous patterns that you can create for yourself, poncho style, to go with your Lululemon leggings that you can make in under half an hour with less than two dollars worth of material. No, it's not. Okay, I'm going to talk about a haunted house. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about a disaster, <laughs> which is not me. But you might think it would be. I, me. you all, you beat me to the punch <laughs> on that one. Jeez.、Um, so yeah, this is about the Rust Belt and bad things, scary things, weird things. Sometimes like oddly good things. I don't know. We might talk about like somebody saw a leprechaun. Maybe there will be another parsley ghost. Or maybe like a. Yellow fruit-shaped lady will pray to God for children and get some watermelons that grow into children. And speaking of, you you guys gotta go subscribe, rate, and review us on like iTunes, whatever, all the other podcast platforms, Spotify, Podbean, so on and so forth. And then also, you need to. Follow us on Instagram at Buy Go Home Podcast, and then if you have any recommendations of things that you would like for us to talk about, email us at Buy Go Home No One Loves You at Gmail dot com. And if you give us some money, we'll definitely take your recommendation.、Yeah. If you don't, we might think about it, but we probably won't do it. We might if we get lazy one week. I'm lazy every week, though.、Uh, if you like. Us on any platform and write us a review and leave us five stars. I will be nice to my husband for two days. Maybe if like you guys started sharing us with other people, like post us to your Facebook page or to your Instagram and get all your pals to listen. That's a cool idea, you know. Then yeah, that way,、is. you guys can like instead of like a book club, you guys can have a buy go home. No one loves you podcast club, and、oh. you can get together and listen together and get real drunk and eat pizza and knit.、Mm-hmm. You、what、can are, actually do knitting pants. I don't、yeah. know what they do at book clubs. Talk about books, obviously. I don't know how to read.、Mm, that's okay. I went to Dunkirk. <laughs> And then I went to Buff State, like, and I got a psych degree and an art degree. I don't know how to read, obviously. I don't know how to life. Do you know that they're okay? This is off topic, but <laughs> we're we're usually off topic at the beginning anyway, so it's cool. They're offering a adulting class for in like in what is it like? What's that place that's by Buffalo and it's big? North of Target, North Buffalo, 
Chitawaga. They're offering a class called Adulting 101 for high school seniors, and it costs $5. I saw it on the news. Mary Alice Demler said it, so it's true. <laughs> and they teach you things like how... To file taxes and how to write a check and how, how to, to file get taxes, How to tip, how to manage your credit score. Like, all these things that... You know, so I we, should we go and do a recording while? Well, we're there? you can't go if you're not a high school senior because I'm watching this and I'm like, Holy you have to pay crap. five dollars as a high school senior to take it. Then why can't they an were adult all take it? into it? They were like, that's bullshit. There were like that should be included high in the curriculum. Amen. And this one teacher is teaching it mm-hmm. like outside of his regular teaching duties, and mm-hmm. he's not making money from this. Like, he's be. he's teaching them basic life skills that you don't learn in high school. Unless you're going to go to school for, like, physics and shit. I'm sorry, but you don't need to know all that fancy math calculus bullshit. No one needs to know it. It's unimportant. If you're going to go to finance, go to, like, a finance and analytics class. Bitch, when I Unless you're going to be a chemist, school, you don't need to take chemistry. I thought that to buy a car... You gave them money. You had to have like fifteen thousand because that's how much the, the car. car costs. So yeah. I entered a bunch of like pull tab contests on the res because mm-hmm. that was my only option. And then finally, like one random person says, "No, you you take out a loan and it's payments." And like you I was eighteen, it? I was eighteen. So adulting one hundred and one. I'm not sure where it is. But shout out to whoever's doing it, because that's awesome. I needed it. I still need it. I still need it, too. I, I, like, when they described it, I really wanted to take it. Because it was like, how to mail a letter. I know how to mail a letter. I do, too, but I didn't back then. Oh, I've always known. But my dad's a mailman. Oh. Well, look at you. And they have an in-ground pool. Guess he grew up a little more privileged than me. Yeah, by going to West Virginia. Uh, even in ground pool. That they just got six months ago. They got it at the end of summer because it was on sale. The fact that I know exactly how much the in-ground pool costs, Mm -hmm. I know exactly how big it is, I know what color it is going to be, I know how big it, and like where it's located, and I've known about it since Because I took a picture of it for you. Means... That you're bougie. It means that we're about to get boozy. It's more like it. Boozy. We're going to get some floaties and sit in that pool and be fucking bronze babes all summer. Ugh. I can't wait. I would tell you a story about me getting really tan that I related last night, but I won't. So, Lena talks about things that are um, not really Western New York related, unless she decides to. I'm almost always strictly, like, Niagara County, Erie County, Chautauqua County. Mm-hmm. Always. Because that's what I know. It's my place. It's my people. Yeah. I talk and, about all the other states. Yeah. And it works for us because Lena has a work ethic and <laughs> I have one more degree than her, but I really i am kind of lazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm going to talk about a place in Lockport, New York, known as Summit Mansion. Have you ever heard of it? No, I fucking hate Lockport. Nothing against people that live there. I just <laughs> never found anything to do there. I had a friend that lived out there, and I don't even think like like I had friends that would come over. The one guy was so hot. What was his name? But like I had friends that would come over in high school, and they would play like knee hockey with my little brother, and they were from Lockport, and the one was so hot. Do you know why it's called Lockport? Because of the locks. On the Erie Canal? Yeah. 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 That's the one thing I learned in elementary school. We um, um, Timothy McVeigh was from Lockport. You shut up. I swear. What? Timothy McVeigh was from Lockport, and he worked at the Buffalo Zoo. Wait. What did he do at the zoo? I don't know. He worked at the fucking zoo. I'm not kidding. Timothy McVeigh is from Lockport. Did you also know that the electric chair was um, invented in, in in Buffalo? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm still hung up on Timothy McVeigh. Yeah. There was someone else. Oh, wait, God, wait, wait. It? I know what he did there. Timothy McVeigh fed the animals their McHay. <laughs> oh, my God. Get it? That was a... a was a play in his last name. Yeah. And just gayness. <laughs> There's someone else from from the area, too, but I can't remember who. But, yeah, Timothy McVeigh is definitely from Lockport. That's insane to me. I had no idea. Yeah. So, Lockport, what, what are you talking about in Lockport? Oh, Something mansion? Do you know who else is from Lockport? Who? White socks, flannel shirt. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Grossest person I ever dated. <sighs> um, uh, yeah, I'm talking about Summit Mansion in Lockport. Okay. It used to be like a big geocaching spot. Do you remember when that was like a thing? No. Oh. Sorry, I gone. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that you're super interested <laughs> by my story. No, the sun makes me sleepy. This happens every time. I get ready for that like mid-afternoon nap. Do you want to move this into no. the pig room, no, the hedgehog so, no, no, room, no, or the cat room, <laughs> or maybe the front no, room with all so the nice. cloth everywhere? No, this is so nice. I'm going to take a drink of my water while you chit-chat, and I'm going to hydrate myself. I'm probably just thirsty, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. I got all of my... Well, no. Wait, I wait, wait. What's a geo a geocaching? You didn't geocaching. What is that? It's sort of like if you're not familiar with the basics of like map and compass usage, it's kind of hard to describe. It's, it's basically like a scavenger hunt. Oh, oh. And you go to like specific geolocations to find clues, and mm. then you go to others, okay. and you take a picture to show that you were there, and you like people leave prizes at them and stuff. Okay. But Summit Mansion was one of those. I found it to look somewhat unimpressive when I saw it, but I saw it from the road, and I guess it looks way different if you look at it from, like, the side. Uh-huh. But why is everybody doing <laughs> weird looks? I don't like this. That <laughs> doing everything. I, Anything. You're side-eyeing Damon. Damon's <laughs> no, side-eyeing me after you side-eye side him. <laughs> Did you guys drug me? <laughs> Nobody said I. What is going on? You moved in your chair and I made a lot of noise and I looked at him to see his reaction. Oh, for fuck's sake. He has a fucking pig that runs through this room every two seconds screaming and you're creaking in your chair, but I move once? I'm not creaking. You were? When? Earlier when I was showing you that my chair creaked? Fuck all this shit. I'm done. 
this podcast, goodbye, go home, no one loves you, podcast, the end. Um, anyway, Summit Mansion. Stop. Everybody stop. Let's breathe. Because I'm not laughing. I'm very upset. And your laughter is just making me... More angry? More angry than upset. And soon, I'm going to punch a hole through a wall. (laughs) You're fucking... Excuse me. Oh, my God. Everything hurts. All right. Think about John Lindley. Okay. She died. She left Amy behind. My face hurts. Your face is hurting mine, too. Stop it. Stop. Breathe. Did you know that every minute five kittens die from feline leukemia? Nuh-uh. Yeah. That's not true. Dead kittens. I don't really care for cats. Okay. <laughs> the Summit Mansion uh, was built in the early 1800s when the Erie Canal was built. Okay. And it kind of it has a southern plantation feel to it, except it looks like shit now. Like, it's just totally run down. But uh, it was built by the Rollman family. That's R-H-U-L. Is it on a really long street out in Lockport? Yeah. Does it have the curtains in between the columns? Um, well, not curtains, pieces of fabric. What? I there's Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> I mean, it probably did back in the day. But, I mean, it it's obviously crappy now. The mansion itself, it's super cool looking, though. It's got giant stone blocks and really old wood trim. And it's... A place that is known and rumored to have had very strange things occur uh, when people had broken in. It's sort of like one of those local urban legends for Lockport like kids. For kids yeah. Well, like, you know, if they already had sex with all the cows, oh, they go to Summit Mansion. <laughs> I watched an episode of Black Mirror where a guy had to have sex with a pig. I know. I dry heaved. I know. It's bad. Like owning it. I don't even like the pig we own. And that made me love her. Like, I held her that night. And I was just like, I would never let that happen, you know. Anyway, it's rumored that people that, like, go there and don't even go inside. They see people in the window and people that go inside uh, have seen people coming and going, but disappearing before they hit the yard. And... Just very sort of vague, amorphous, smoke-like, human-shaped things around the property. The mansion wasn't gone into for years and years and years and years. There were no signs of vandalism in it when it was bought. It's Mm -hmm. owned now. So... So someone's living there now? No. No. Oh. I'll get to it. Oh. But it was it was kind of left as is, except, you know, falling apart. It's super boarded up, and all the lower windows have crisscross steel bars. And, oh, wow. And, yeah, like, it's like that house across the street, kind of. Yeah, they don't want anyone getting in. 
Well, and or, for, or good, getting out. for good reason. That's really weird because one of the articles I read said that, and I was like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever read. Whatever. The general synopsis of the story is the house was a home for a wealthy family in the days of the Underground Railroad. Oh. The family had quite the array of slaves. Already, that doesn't work with the timeline for when the house is built and abolitionists mm-hmm. um, or frames. I don't Whatever. Know. I don't know history. As the legend goes, <clears throat> uh, the slaves were really unhappy with their lifestyle they had in the home, and one by one they became insane. They took revenge on the family for no apparent reason. Okay, that's a dumb statement in itself, because... No apparent reason. They're slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, When it seemed to the slaves that they've had enough, the family attempted to relieve themselves of the troublemaking ones, and things took a decidedly sinister turn. The slaves took over, they mutinied, and they were in control of the family. I'm not mad at that. No. Oh, God, no. I'm, like, really into that. I think that's how it should have been. But they abused the family, and they disfigured them, and made them eat their family pets. Oh, that's too much. Then they massacred all of them, and uh, left the family dead inside their homes, and the slaves were free, and they turned on each other because they were crazy, and the majority were either murdered themselves or had taken their own lives. And that's the story of some imagine. That's why everybody thinks it's haunted. But is that really what happened? It it can't be. Um, Historically, like timeline wise, it, it doesn't be. line okay. up. There were not. That's just what everyone says York because State. it's it's exciting. Yeah, it's I mean, it was elaborated on many, many, many times and passed down and yeah, it's it's not possible. Okay. What is possible and very 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 likely is that summit mansion was a major hub of the underground railroad because there is a tunnel there oh that that's very scary well nobody's been in it that's scary. because it's been so bricked up like layers and like feet of bricks oh okay and it's in a fireplace and they say that it goes all the way to the canal, oh, which wow. is a kind of nutty. I'm thinking it's more of a hidey hole because, like, obviously, if you're going to build a tunnel in your fireplace, building a tunnel that's like a mile long is kind of stupid. Right? Like, why not just build a room and then run people across at night, like, yeah. across the backfield if you're stuck on the Underground Railroad? But um, somebody bought the place, and if you drive by it at the right time, they charge admission, <gasps> and you can go on and tour it. No, uh yeah. For real? Swear to God. And there's all these pictures online of, like, ghostly orbs and apparitions and the supposed fireplace. And people have, like, tried to break through the fireplace. And it's just, like, feet. So it's owned, but nothing's going on with it? It's it's one of those homes that if you 
bought it, it would cost four times as much to mm. make it livable. But they did have construction going on it at one point, and all the workers just laughed. Oh. They left the scaffolding up. That picture I showed you had the scaffolding they in it. They just bounced? They never asked for their pay. <gasps> they left their scaffolding there, and they just left. Did anyone talk about it or no? no? Oh, so something happened. I mean, everybody says it's haunted. I I would tend to say that the stories surrounding it are probably fictitious more than not. Like, the slave thing, it literally, it just makes no sense. Yeah. It logically, timeline-wise, historically, no. But it probably was a stop on the Underground Railroad. And if the person that owned it had any inclination to, like, get to this supposed tunnel, like, everybody knows where the tunnel is. Mm-hmm. But nobody has had, like, the the means to break through all the all the crap blocking it because it wasn't owned it was an abandoned property and it was illegal to be there and it was patrolled all the time like in Lockport cops don't have anything to do right but now that somebody owns it I mean if he was break through that wall well I'm saying if he was smart see what the fuck's down there what he would do is break through that fucking fireplace and then Put it back, make it look like a secret door, and then you can charge $5 to go through the house, and then you can charge 20 to go in the secret tunnel. Yeah, but he should also get rid of that wall that's, like, blocking off the whole tunnel. Well, it's it's a fireplace. Yeah. That, like, the fireplace in the living room is an entryway to the supposed tunnel. So they don't know if a tunnel actually exists. Everybody has a consensus about it. And there are records of it being a stop on the Underground Railroad, Mm -hmm. but there's not a lot of other places where people could have hidden. Like, it has been very well explored, the mansion itself, even though, you know, it's had abandoned for a long time. So I would tend to believe that the tunnel exists. Like, I've seen pictures of this fireplace, and Mm -hmm. it very obviously looks like it was sealed up like i'm like very curious about this we should take a drive out there sometime that would be cool maybe the sign will be out by the road like literally he I puts a sign out by the road that says five bucks i wonder tour. if there's like a way to find out what days he normally does it he's got to do it now that it's getting nicer out right Probably. I've only ever seen it from the road, and I've always wanted to check it out, so. That's something I would do. As long as it's during, like, the daytime, I would go to that house. I, it's, I, I think that you look at things in a way that probably you shouldn't. Why? In relation to your anxiety levels. Like, if you go to that house and you look at it as yeah. a fun, historical... That's what like, I want to do. And I would, yeah. But I think during the daylight would help me, because otherwise I think I'll get nervous. Well, if but you, during the daylight, I would like... If you went mm-hmm. in my attic and looked at it as a fun, historical experience it's of how historical. servants lived back in the 1800s... <laughs> I've been up there. Well, I'm just saying, like... 
you know, it's it's all mindset. It's something. But that is my story about Summit Mansion in Lockport, New York. And if you want to take a road trip out there, I would love that. We could do a, a family road trip. A family road trip. It'd be fun. We can stop somewhere and get food along the way. Um, so we should say bye. Like the cider mill? The cider mill is not on the way. Oh, I don't. The cider mill is in West Seneca. Listen. But I think that's open now. If, you know, if it's outside the city limits and not Dunkirk, it's Canada to me. Well, we should say bye to the slave owners, right? I feel like that's the only We should say bye to slavery. Bye to slavery, bye to slave owners. the slave owners probably didn't exist there. Yeah. So just bye to slavery. So there we are at Buy Go Home, No One Loves You, taking a very controversial and strong stance against slavery. slavery. Buy slavery. Buy slavery. <laughs> I feel bad even giggling at the stupidity of that. So my story is also about a place as opposed to a person. Oh, so we are thematic. Yeah, that's why I, I picked when you told me what yours were about. Uh, well, not what they were about, but the gist of them, because we don't know what one another does. I decided to do my other story with your other story, and I'm going to do this one with this one. I love that. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about Dayton, Ohio. Dayton. I love when you do Ohio stories, because I, really, I usually know when you're... I love Ohio. They have so much I going on. I usually know the city you're talking about pretty well. Yeah, so this, um, Dayton, Ohio, is known for the birthplace of the Wright Brothers, home of the pop-top can opener, and it housed crucial parts of the Manhattan Project, and it is infamously rumored to be hosting the Limp Biscuit concert at a gas station. I did it all for the nookie. What? Oh, my God. Dayton, Ohio. It wait, is... wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. That's what it's... I, this is, I got this from citymetric.com. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard, yep. and they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> I had to include it. They had um, some really good stuff. This was a really funny article. I enjoyed it. Oh, I thought you were talking about Olympus. Oh, and no, And I no, was no, like, no. get out of my house. No. Like, Fred did you see no. me? I just <laughs> yeah. took a deep breath, yeah, and no, I was no, no, about no. to scream at you. No, no. This is, this is, um, this was a really funny article. I don't know. Like, they, there's a part, I'll, like, refer to it when I get there, but it was, it was very funny. Do you know what else Dayton, Ohio is known for? Um, what? It's where they invented the diva cup. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, we won't talk about it. I I would like to try it, but we won't talk about it. So Dayton, Ohio is nicknamed the Gem City, given, this was given at a time when it was growing economically, ergonomically, and artistically. However, it is not known for glamour these days. What's more glamorous than a diva (laughs) cup? So Dayton sits on either side of the great Miami, Miami River. Miami. Oh my god! <laughs> I always call it's it. It's literally spelled like Miami, the city. I know, but I always call it Miami. When people talk about Miami, Florida, I'm like Miami. I, I wish you sat closer because there's always like three times when we record that I just want to reach <laughs> over and just pat you on the head gently and like the way I do Henry and be like, I love you. <laughs> You're a good girl. So, Dayton sits on either side of the Great Miami River with its downtown <laughs> stretching two square miles. 
Main Street, <laughs> Main Street is the main strip, and this um, is where everyone worked, lived, and spent free time. It sits within a mile of the Miami River. So the time period I'm talking about is 1913. Okay. Okay. So I was negative 206 years old. In 1913, day in Ohio was the host to one of the worst natural disasters the U.S. has ever witnessed. Oh, God. Did you know that Dayton is built on the river, river's natural on a river's natural flood, floodplain, making it a disaster waiting to happen? I knew it was on a floodplain because I taught ecology in Ohio. Okay. Well, in 1913, disaster preparation wasn't even a thing. Who knew? Oh, no. Well, it's still not a thing if you live in Puerto Rico. Right. So in nineteen thirteen a few levees were built just in that case. That was a dig at our president. Don't make don't make a face at me, Damon. <laughs> I wrote I wrote a few levees were built just in case, but who cares? Oh God. The weather that caused the flood was nothing spectacular. It was three storms over the course of three days. So the first storm happened on March twenty first. It was strong strong winds and rain. Nothing like like crazy. It was just fucking typical rainy day where it rained all day. Right. On the twenty second or yeah, the twenty second, the second day, everyone woke up and there were clear skies and sunshine. However, out of nowhere, the temperature dropped by almost forty degrees Fahrenheit, and the second storm arrived. Oh! The third storm happened on the twenty third, so three days in a row. All the soil was completely saturated. By the twenty fifth, at five a.m., every single levee was ready to collapse. Not even just overflow. Everything was just ready to just shit the bed, and water was water was coming. And the topsoil was already loose because so it's, everything it's all was... saturated. There's okay. nowhere for the water to go. So by eight a.m., the streets started to flood. So this is going to be a really specific timeline. Okay, there's going to be a lot of numbers. Okay, I'm. So that's 8 a.m. So 5 a.m., all the levees were ready to collapse. 8 a.m., the streets started to flood. Within an hour at 9 a.m., half the city was flooded three feet deep. (gasps) Three feet of water within one hour, okay? That's over your head. (laughs) Girl, by midday. So when they say midday, what do you think, noon? Um, yeah. So within three hours, the water reached a height. Guess how many feet? Six? Ten fucking feet. Shut. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. 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 Would, uh-huh. would I be okay if Buffalo did ten feet? Yes. In your house? Okay. In your apartment? Yes. Okay. However, by 2 a.m. I'm like getting real stressed out reading this because it makes me think of an actual flood. By 2 a.m. the next day, March 26th, the height doubled to 20 fucking feet. No. Mm-hmm. 20 fucking feet. Well... Dayton is, like, landlocked, too. Like, it's by this river, but it's not... Oh, I know. It's not like Buffalo, where we're on Lake Erie, or, you know... So it's somewhere else to disperse to, to go back into the water. So that's terrifying. Thankfully, thousands of people had already evacuated before the water reached 20 feet. However, by the 25th, the people that were left in Dayton were completely trapped. They they literally know where to go. The governor had to call the National Guard. But because it's 1913, all the communications to Dayton were out. So they didn't even know how many people were stranded, where they were, what they were doing, how they were going to survive. Like, no one, no one really knew what was going on. So it was just like... 
It was like everyone Bush's was Bush's handling of Kurt, Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, except we actually had communication and shit now where they had nothing. So this was literally the best they could do. You know, they didn't have, like I said, they didn't have this. This So story, people are just on their roofs. The, yes, this story is the reasons that like evacuation plans and stuff exist. True, Like I will get into that. There are like laws in place because of this flood. So like literally what the people did then is all that they could do. And they didn't have, I don't think the telephone was around in 1913. Maybe it was. I don't know. They history. had pigeons. Right. So they had pigeons, crows, yeah. right? So troops were able to reach, like you said, the edge of the city, but they could not get ta- like directly downtown. Well, they had fucking boats, though. Like, Well, people who were stranded were getting creative. Like, they were making literally anything to get out, makeshift rafts, boats, and, like literally anything okay. that would float. So the greatest relief came from the National Cash Register, a.k.a. the NCR, which is shocking. It's what is in, that? It's, um, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, it didn't say. It's just like, I would assume probably like a bank sort of thing or something. Okay. Its staff, including their own, their own president, John Patterson, built over 300 boats and rescued thousands. That's awesome. Right? The, the president included. Well, I think it... Like, it takes a real disaster to figure out Who's a person's worth, uh-huh. too. Because, like, I mean, there's a lot of political leaders that, you know, how they handle disasters. You and get paper it's towels. Indicative. And you get paper towels. Yep. And you get paper oh, towels. Oh, here's a cheeseburger. Yeah. And then there's, like, <laughs> Sean Penn, who you always think's a dick. And he's fucking canoeing around flooded New Orleans with a shotgun, like rescuing people and pulling them into his canoe and bringing them to safety. So, yeah. And then this was also in 1913. So chances are this guy, John Patterson, probably didn't know any of the people in Dayton. Like, and if he did, it was probably like family members or a family friend. Like, you know, it's not like how it is now with so much like communication via the Internet and everything. So the NCR building was also the base of the relief effort, and it housed the National Guard as well as the Red Cross. So not only did they build everything, they had, like, all, like, the big people there for all the help and stuff. Yet, you know, no one else could do anything. The flood essentially displaced over 65,000 people, and it killed over 360. I I mean, that's a big number, but I... I relieved is a poor choice of words, but I'm glad it wasn't higher because right. I was expecting you to well, say something you know insane. What? The good, not the good part, but you know, it's not like a hurricane where a hurricane or a tsunami, they come in and they really like fuck it up. Like Ohio, much like Buffalo, New York is one of like the safest places to live as far as natural disasters go because Well, I was gonna say not thing- nuclear. But- right. But like, you know, natural disasters, like it's one of the safest places to live. So this is still the deadliest natural disaster in all of Ohio's history. And it took weeks to make Dayton livable. People were stranded in tents just like hanging out trying to like figure out what to do. That's insane. The f- I can't believe I didn't know about that. I didn't know about this either. The flood caused over a hundred million dollars in property damage at the time. In our time, it's equal to $2 billion. What the fuck? Right? Isn't that nuts? You could rip down Buffalo mm-hmm. and build it twice as nice for $2 billion. Probably. Yeah. So this this is like a huge thing. 
So, like, one of the things that this article brought up was um, that it resulted in the loss of the Wright's original first ever airplane sketches, but who cares because we still have an airplane. Well, and they still they still got one in the air, too. Like, it's right. still – they still got credit. So right, exactly. Whatever. So, the volume of the water generated from the three storms was equivalent to the amount of water that passes over Niagara Falls in a month. Shh. Whoa. That's a lot of money. Or money. That's a lot of water, right? Well. I would shit my pants. If I woke up to three feet of water, I would be like, whoa, this sucks, but we can get out of here. But if in in half the three hours later, it was up to fucking 10 feet. The Niagara no. Falls. No. Like that That's is what really water. hit it home for me. Because if you haven't seen Niagara Falls, it's really hard to picture the pure, like, force and power and Mm -hmm. sheer amount of water so much fucking water that's so in three days it generated enough water like for a month from niagara falls now i guess i guess my question in relation to repairs is how many thoughts and prayers did it take to get dayton rebuilt again (laughs) Girl, so many fucking thoughts and prayers. So many thoughts and prayers. Everyone was praying in their tents when they were displaced. They're like, please, Lord, please build us a house. Please bring our house back. And everything happened. Hashtag thoughts and prayers. Hashtag, no, not really. Send a check. That's what I'm saying. Fucking show up with the money. Well, you can have your thoughts and prayers, but do something. That's why I don't say thoughts and prayers. I would put my money where my mouth is. If you want to say thought, I say thoughts and prayers, but mm-hmm. it's if I'm going to do something in addition right. to it. So the one of the good things that came out of the great Dayton flood of 1913 is that this disaster led to the conversation about disaster precaution and disaster relief. So... It created the Flood Control Act of 1917, and it also led to the creation of FEMA. Really? Yeah. This is how FEMA came to be. It's because of this. I... Isn't this a really interesting story, though? No, it's fascinating because I... It's, first of all, terrifying. Well... But also so much, like, good shit that... We were on the Miami River. (laughs) Like, Uh the place I worked was on it. Uh Uh-huh. Literally... Like, we could... Jump into it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. still be on property. And I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, we we did, like, water testing for ecology and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And that's insane to me. Yeah. Over three days, created 20 feet of water in a place, like you said, it's landlocked. It's not next to a fucking ocean. So you just don't expect it. Mm-mm. Like, even, even in Buffalo, if it happened, it... Would be, I th- I feel like it would be a little less shocking because we're on a giant body of water. Correct. Yeah. A mm-hmm. landlocked giant body of water that is very shallow, but still, you know? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So in this article, the guy wrote, 10 feet of water, tell me you wouldn't shit your pants. I was like, I would probably shit my pants. Like, shit 10 my feet pants. of water? Are you kidding me? Over the course of like a day, because even the first day, they're like, oh, it just rained. Especially if it, it was, was rainy cold. and windy. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. Oh, it was March. Yeah, so it would have been cold. Shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, our attic just got a lot more cluttered because. That's where you're moving to? 
no, 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 no. Um, That's raft. where I'm going to start keeping the boat building supplies. Because we can't afford a kayak right now. That's just a lot of money. Yeah. So I think for this, we should say, we should say bye to Trump. Yeah. You know what? Right. Bye to that fucking Cheeto. Bye to that fucking orange ass Dorito. Go Trump. grab a pussy in hell. Don't grab any pussies. Go he, grab he your can fucking grab the pussy off of a your succubus. Head. No, grab because the they have teeth in their vagina, so his hand will get bit off, and he'll be dead, and he'll be in hell. Think like think logically here. <laughs> by Trump. <laughs> by by Trump. <laughs>